everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 575. We are that podcast that talks about games, anime, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. Hey, how is everybody doing tonight? I'm friggin' tired as all hell. Hmm. I'm so sleepy. Oh, you kind of look more like death warmed over. Uh Uh-huh. Huh? I think she's too tired to respond. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, man. Oh, man. What a day. What a week it's been for some of us. Oh, God. We are live tonight, week of January 31st, 2023. Damn. We're at the end of the month, and the Grim Reaper's already taking names and kicked enough ass for all of 2023. Can you kind of slow down just a little bit? Just a scotch, please? Please? (laughs) Oh. Uh, let's see what 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 else do we have? You can always find us here live Tuesdays from nine to ten thirty p.m. Eastern time. We're always at uh, Twitch TV slash DJ uh, Anime Jam Session. We're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com, and they're also on Twitch. And you can find them at Twitch TV slash vognetwork. And we're also on Discord. You can find this at vognetwork.com slash Discord. You head over there, join our awesome Discord server. Some fun times, good stuff, some great chat talking about video games, anime, pop culture, and other cool stuff. And every show that's a part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through and hang out and say hi. We'd appreciate that. So now that we got that out the way, we're going to kind of keep things going with, you know, how was your week? How was your day? Ari, kick things off for us. Uh, Well, you're glad to see me again after last week. Always. Yeah, I, yeah. I also uh, realized that I got paid again this past Saturday, and I called my bank about it because it wasn't a holiday or anything. So I'm like, "What's going on?" It's like, "Uh, yeah, we we had this new thing called payday advance for uh, everyone." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Now you get your paycheck two days earlier." I'm like, "I didn't sign up for that." And like, "Yeah, sorry. It just at this point, it just goes with your uh." Imp- like through your employer, I'm like, well, what, like, like, what am I supposed to do? I don't, I don't want this. We're like, yeah, sorry, we, we, uh, we don't know how to turn it off yet. Wait, so you're bothered by the fact that you're getting paid two days early? I'm just, you know, more used to it coming on Thursday. Not Thursday, Tuesday, because like, I just worried like if I go into the because it'll say, you know, it'll say that it's there in the in the account, but it won't like, you know, register until like two days later. I'm like, wait, if I get a negative balance, they're not gonna hit me with uh, overdraft fees, are they? Look, <sighs> it's more irritating than anything, and like, I would have loved to have been asked about it beforehand. I mean, I, I I'm just trying to uh, uh, understand, you know, I. I could be I I'd be kind of surprised 
if I got paid two days early because I get paid every two weeks. And if I notice that, I'm going to be like, okay. Because honestly, I only have um, one bill that's as automatically as, as automatic payment. That's my T-Mobile bill. And there's always money in the account. I think when I look at, in a way, I kind of get where you're coming from. Because when you have that pay to come in on a certain day, you're able to like, you get this, you get this, you get this, you get this. If it comes yeah, in a few it, days, it screwed up my entire mindset. I think. I know that sounds weird, but no, you know what it is. If you leave it like that, you'll get you'll readjust. Like, on um, what's interesting was this one place I used to work for. Um, uh, for some reason, you got paid on Wednesdays, but as if you got direct deposit, if you collect, if you got a normal check, you'd get it on Friday, which in a way kind of makes sense. Now, I know if it was me, I'm like, okay, I get, if I just happen to check my account and just been like, oh, okay. And then I can readjust everything. I think for me now, because of you know, how much I get paid at my job, if they were to do that, it wouldn't bother me at all because there's money in the account as is. So I'm not worried about any debiting or anything like that you know but one thing that would be nice if you got paid weekly some guy actually tried to sue his job you know for being paid every two weeks because he he says that you know it's they're illegally taking more money out of in taxes or something like that <sighs> i mean I, I will tell you this if you Maybe got, i'm just being weird about it yeah you'll get used to it because i tell you this now if you get paid every two weeks and that gets switched to every week, you'd probably have anywhere between an extra 10 to $40 extra in your check because they're taking less out in taxes every pay period. So, yeah, Well, speaking mm-hmm. of more money in my pocket, I found out that my work offers some kind of a, I guess, motiv- like motivation slash you know, reimbursement for uh, going to the gym. Yeah. And... Uh, I signed up for it, you know, Good. and uh, basically what it is, is it logs how many times you uh, go to your gym if it's, you know, a valid, I don't want to say valid, but if, you know, it's in their system you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think it's like, you go 12 times a month and you get $20 back in here. You get pick, you get given $20. I, Not a lot of money, but, you know, it's more than I had. No, I totally get that. I mean... I will say when I was at Microsoft, uh, they had something like that. So, but it was every, um, thank you, Ari. The thing is, it was every month. It was, I think it was every month. It was like up to, you could could get reimbursed for up to $120 every month for anything you purchased towards your health. Like, not just a monthly gym membership, but also a freaking, um, well, you bought sneakers and stuff like that, you know? I was like, okay. Bought the sneakers, submitted the receipt, the money was on my next check. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, I, I, I can do this. I can rock with this. Please continue. I didn't mean to, to interrupt. Uh, 
that's like that's about it. I've just been in a lot of pain from uh, you know forcing myself to go there every other day because you know I'm just tired of being this the size I am. No, and I to- I I totally get that, and I'll get into that on my, on my weekend day. So, and I'll and tell- like a a new feeling is like it feels like I know nothing dropped in it or you know nothing fell in it, but it feels like someone just stomped down really hard on my left foot and they and up like by and like around the you know arch of my foot and it's been hurting ever since. I would go see a doctor about that, but I will tell you this: as you go to the gym, you're going to feel less pain. But the same pain that you feel, it's more like a a good motivational type, you know. It's like like that, you know. It's not like it it'll hurt when doing things, but you'll feel more into it, you know. Hmm. Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? I hate you guys. Why? <laughs> what we do? So unbeknownst to me (laughs) anyway so unbeknownst to me since September um, there have been plans behind my back for a uh, surprise birthday party for me for my 40th so these two fuckers were part of that and I go out to dinner on Saturday, not thinking anything. You know, just supposed to be hanging out with, you know, mom and her girlfriend. Walk into the restaurant and get told to go to the table in the back. And as I'm going back there, there's a whole table of people holding their menus in front of their faces. they drop them to say surprise (laughs) so fuck you guys (laughs) yeah so um yeah that 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 was my week that was my that was my weekend um yeah (laughs) and if you're on our if you're on our personal facebook page uh profiles you the video is there it it's there and you you'll see it and, and the funny thing is i did not know how they were coming together i assumed that mako would be showing up in her car by herself i go outside now and i spot her across the um the parking lot cuz i guess cuz it's, it's not cuz you see what the jacket on and I just make a beeline in, and I'm just like, she's on her way in. Because I think, thankfully, with the reflection and it was getting dark out, I she would not have realized that was me standing there. So I can't see shit that far away without my glasses. And so one of my friends is like, as I'm, you know, talking to everybody, one of my friends is like, I thought you saw me. I was, you know, you you were staring right at me. Mm-hmm. I can't see shit. Like and, we all, a... and we all had the same, the same brain cell idea to hold the menus up over our faces so she doesn't suspect anything. Yep. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yes, yes, I am Velma. I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, jinkies then, Mako. 
Yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I will say this as quote unquote angry Mako Chan is about her surprise. She's giddy as F about it. I did. I, I mm-hmm. love the whole thing. Yes. Um, the the fact that you guys actually one kept it a secret and two didn't laugh your ass off, Ranma, when I said that I was going to Hibachi the following <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, you really had to bite your tongue on that one, didn't you? Yes, and I think if Maka was watching the stream and saw my facial expression, she might have caught on to something. But again, because if you're watching the stream, when I'm looking straight ahead, my computer monitor reflects off of my glasses, so you couldn't see how my eyes were reacting. So, which, that will change in a few weeks. So. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah, and, and for the record, it was it was Mako's mom, um, who who planned all this out. So, and it was her, one of her besties. Just so you know, your mom went to your bestie D and me to to corral the people together for this. <laughs> so, if you want to give a fuck you, I love you to somebody who who gratefully deserves it as well. It would be her. Yes, that will happen on Monday, as that is my actual birthday, and oh. uh, she gets to help me with my taxes. Oh, you? <laughs> oh, she's coming over or something like that? No, I'm going over to her place. Okay. Um, she, my birthday dinner mm-hmm. is actually going to be um, Keyport Fishery. Oh, nice! A little salty, but nice. Yeah. So. Um... Salty. Hey, I get it. Hey. <laughs> yeah so i know that's dinner and i'm gonna go over there and hang out and i'll bring my laptop over because while i have and you know i regularly do my own taxes this is the first year that i have taxes with a significant um interest pending Mm -hmm. and you know claim technically you know my home and head of house and crap like that mm-hmm. and i've never had to do that before gotcha. i've always been you know easy forms and just fill them out really quick and now i have to actually read all that bullshit and you might <laughs> and for a side note you might want to look into credit karma they do free tax free tax filing federal and state i'll look into it yeah. most of the time if it's if you're not doing easy filing they do charge um, so I will have to look into Yeah, this one, they don't care. As long as they're basically, if we have the form that you need, it's free to file with us. Because that's what I did last year. Because Tax Act was asking for too much money. I'm like, no. No. I know what I have. I know what I need. I don't, I, I'm good. Also, by the way, on your, on the desk where the lamp is, there's a little miniature Darth Vader figurine. Please see that she yeah. gets it. Yeah. Sweet. Alright, so my weekend day has been more or less the same, you know, plotting out to get for Mako's surprise party. Mind you, I'm plotting the directions 15 ways from Sunday to make sure that I get there, and it's like, I have to take, you know, to get to Mako's, there's a different bus I take, which is a straight shot to the town and, and a ride over. Then there's another bus where she used to live where 
I'm usually expecting to add up to an additional 20 minutes because once it hits a certain point, it's a local and there's traffic. So, and because the MTA was screwed up on Saturday, instead of catching, yeah, instead of catching the two thirty bus down, I end up catching the three o'clock. I get in at four fifty-two, and I get my my lift, and I get there by like ten after five. I'm just like, ooh, thank Lord, you know. But that 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 was that was all that was all fun. Um. I'll tell you more about my day today because I don't think I mentioned this previously. Today I had a double doctor appointment. Now, I know some people do this. They'll try to arrange all their doctor's appointments on the same day if possible. That way it's one less day to take off work. So, today I had to go see the endocrinologist because according to my doctor, I've been putting on a little bit more weight than I should, you know, off of an average. So they went to wanted me to go see what was going on. Basically, my fat ass is on a quote unquote diet again. So no rice, no breads, proteins, and if I do eat breads or anything like that, it has to be multigrain. I've eaten multigrain stuff before, so I'm used to it, but I gotta get readjusted to the taste. So I have to do that. I have to go get a blood test taken, and I got to take this special pill that tracks some type of mineral or something in my blood to check it, to verify it, you know. Then, in two months, I go back to the endocrinologist. No, I actually go see a dietitian, a nutritionist. And then, they're going to put me on weight loss medication. So, we will see. Now, What kind of medicine? I don't know. But I will say for a while, there was a company called Huel. They make plant-based foods. And I was eating it for a while. And I think that kind of helped me maintain my weight. So I'm going to jump back into that. And I know Mako is using this plan called Factor, which is pre-made microwavable meals. I'm going to look into that as well. And I, oddly enough, I have two friends that are on SlimFast that are saying that, it's, that it swear, they swear it up and down it works. And one of them, um, one one of my friends, she said that she likes it because it's low calorie, but it keeps her full. Because I like that. If I can eat something and it keeps me full for the rest of the night and it's low calorie, I'm not going to go into the fridge and sneak off a couple of pieces of chocolate or this or that, you know. Sometimes I like to keep snacks in the house because... I will, you know, indulge here and there. Like, I used to keep, like, a big box of bucket of trail mix and like it used to be like maybe every couple days i take like a little like a little uh, cup like tupperware cup something like this fill it up eat it and that's it you know and my doctor also says the endocrinologist she wants me to start walking more at least an hour a day now I do get in my steps, average about eight to nine thousand a week. Now, I'm only working on three different floors, so it's kind of hard for me to walk for an hour. So I'm looking at getting like a little, a little pedal machine to put under my desk to use. Now, on the weekends, I can put my headphones on or whatever and just go and walk and go around and all that and so forth, you know. 
And Theox75 says, Docs told me to eat smaller portions, more physical activity, work better than expected, and drop two pant sizes. And I'm glad to hear that that worked for you. For me, not so much. I Y'all know my story. I used to go to the gym. It really wasn't helping. So, we will see how this goes. So, I, I, I'm just rolling with the punches. So, after that, I come home, and it was hell getting home because the bus took longer than expected to get to the subway and that was stuck at the at the stop before mine because of some shit and i'm just like the goal was to be home relax for about an hour hour and a half then hop back on the subway and go to my eye doctor appointment which was on the, basically the other side of the queens because the optometrist and state the optometrist i go to in staten island they did not have one. So I'm just like, I'm not going to wait till March to get my get my eyes looked at. So, and I asked what I went to go do. And I didn't get this like 15 minutes after the fact because I couldn't find a place. I'm walking around until some, so I speak to somebody in like, in Chili's, they're like, go around this way. So, okay, so I figured it out and I found it. And and I got rushed through through the whole exam. I go into one room. This one girl, she, you know, I, I fill out the paperwork, whatever. You know, they do the whole eye puff thing. You know, the, the thing that everybody hates. Did that. Stood there, put my hand over an eye to read an eye chart back and forth. I go into the other room where the actual examination was. You know, where they put that machine right on your eyes. Uh-huh. He wants me to read the top line. I can't see the top line. It's not because of the lenses in the machine. I didn't realize that the eye chart was not positioned properly in the mirror, the reflective mirror, so I could see it. Not until after, uh. not until after three tries. On the fourth try, he had, he notices he adjusts it. I read like one row. He flips the lenses. Another row shows like the picture of the house and sends me on my way. And I'm just like, that was pretty rushed because normally when I get my eyes examined, it's usually like 10 minutes to go through all of that stuff. Like, if this division is better in this eye or this eye, that eye, this, you know. And then I go, I pick up my lenses. And so the woman behind the counter tells me, you know, uh, the doctors recommended I get bifocals. I'm like, I don't need bifocals. What I need. Get the bifocal out of here. Basically, <laughs> I said what I needed was anti-reflective lenses. That's what I do need. Which I paid out the us for, you know. A lot of this was coming to me. I'm like, the doctor didn't say anything to me about me needing these types of lenses. So I don't even think the examination was deemed that I needed that. So tomorrow when I go back to work. I will be calling uh, Amer- uh, their customer service line, and I will explain to them what happened. Now, here's the thing. Y'all know we're based out of New York City. And I can tell you this right now. There is an eye exam place 10 minutes from my house. Seriously. At my job, there's one a block away. I can walk around and find a spot. But why would I go all the way up to Queens? You've seen the advertisements. America's best free exam, two length, two frames, seventy nine bucks. 
and that's without insurance. Yeah, th those are those commercials are all over the place. You can't beat that. And even the, the most expensive glasses that they have are like $125 for two. You go into like Pearl Vision or Lens Crafters, one pair of glasses will run you about $100. Oof. More if they're designer frames. Because if you look it up, there's one parent company that owns lens crafters and pearl vision and this and that and they control the deals on the designer frames and so forth you know of course it would be some shit like that yeah and i understand you can always go online yes maybe in the future i will go to zenny optical again but Sometimes some optical places they get kind of skittish, finicky when you ask for we ask for your you know for your prescription you know so it's done it's taken care of and the only reason why I paid that much money more because Saturday I was checking my account just to make sure I had enough money I knew I had enough but I just want to make sure I was within a certain range and I checked I was like above that range and I was like oh. Okay. Plus, I get paid Friday. I'm just like, been better. So, you know. And that's been my our weekend day. And by the way, I know I haven't mentioned it. I'm not sure if I did. My Christmas tree is unplugged. But it's still sitting up. I actually have to get around to putting it back in the box and taking all the ornaments that are sitting around, putting them in a special box so I can put them in the closet. So, you know. Maybe. You do know tomorrow is February, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just so you know, at one time in my life, I actually left the Christmas lights up until like the middle of February at one time. This well, Christmas lights are different than the Christmas tree. True. Like I said, I will put. I will probably put it back after I do all the edits. I'll probably put it right back in its box. I'm just glad it's just one thing you take out of the box, and that's it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Moving right along. Let's get into some uh, housekeeping notes here. Um, let's see. This advance like it's supposed to. Yes, I want you to forward to that. And let's refresh that. There we go. Wonderful. All right. Want well, to let you know that um, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash Anime Jam Session. Click on playlists. And then you'll see podcast VODs. All of the episodes from this year are right there. And you'll also see podcast 2022 or 2021. Older episodes if you want to check them out. You can see how we've kind of, we've kind of come a decent way. We kind of enjoy that. And also, don't forget, um, the, the AJS 2023 convention tour kicks off in March. Uh, March 23rd to the 25th. Zenkai Con 2023 in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We'll, we will be there. We have I put in for a couple of panels. Let's see if they come through. It'll be our live podcasting panel, and I will be doing a if if permitted a panel on how to podcast and Twitch stream, not how to set up the, your software, getting the software, getting the hardware, recommended components, so you can. Tell the people what you think on play the games that you want to share with others. All right, next up is a geek roundtable. This is where we talk more about the geekier aspects of our lives. We talk more about, you know, the cool geeky stuff. So 
Ari, what you got? Uh, well, I also forgot to mention my friend came over to watch the uh, NFC title game. And, uh, well, suffice to say, we're very excited for the Super Bowl now. Mm-hmm. And the shirt I ended up getting off of eBay. I got, I got one for me because I plan on, like, turning it into a new, new uh, night shirt, I suppose. Yeah. But it's, uh, I got, I got a different one from my friend for Christmas, and he just fucking loved it. Uh, obviously it's not official, but, uh, if you can't tell, it's, uh, four Eagles players with, uh, Batman masks and capes. Uh, that's, because the story goes that, like, like, they ha- they have all Batmans, Batmans, not Batman, on a team. There's no Robins, there's no sidekicks. Mm-hmm. And they have nicknames for them in, uh, that regard, too. We have, a. Uh, Let's see, Devontae Smith, number six, is Skinny Batman. <laughs> A.J. Brown, number 11, is Swole Batman. At 16, uh, Quez Watkins is Fast Batman. And the best one is uh, number 62, Jason Kelsey, the center. Mm-hmm. He said he's he now calls himself Fat Batman. <laughs> I'm, I'm suddenly reminded of Kevin Smith. Fly, bat fat ass, fly. All right, I, I, okay, all right. So, I, I, since you brought that up, I, I need to show this off real quick in, in, in the chat here. Um, it's a picture off of Twitter. Uh, my friend uh, Zephyr Sky, she is a big Philly Eagles fan. You know, I, yeah. I, I never would have guessed. But then again, when I find out people are big fans of this, this, and that, I'm just like, I never knew. That is awesome. Keep doing that, you know? Oh, yeah. I listened to that album. It's fucking so, amazing. So, I guess, yeah, she has, and she likes to collect records, and every time she puts on a different album, she posts a picture of the CD, of, of her record player, and what she's listening to. So, I guess she got this album called A Philly Special Christmas. Yeah. So, just so you know, I'm a Giants fan, and I'm also a Steelers fan. I do not know who are on the Eagles. All I know is you got three people with a jersey on, 65, 68, and 62. 62, that's Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And, and that, he and, and his brother Travis have a uh, podcast. He, his brother's on the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. Oh, and that reminds me of something else I saw, then we'll, then we'll, and we'll continue along. Uh, I have read an article that there is a mother who is proud because this is the first time she's able to watch both her sons in in the Super Bowl. It's the first time something like this has ever happened where they're on yeah, opposing they're teams. The, yeah, one of the names is the Kelsey Bowl. And it's also the um. This is the first time you had two black NFL quarterback top tier quarterbacks going up against each other in the Super Bowl. So, so we got two cool things happening. So please continue. <coughs> Uh, but yeah, that's it. It's a, uh, you know, like these Batman style shirts have been uh, popping up all over the place when uh, w- when they started calling themselves Batmans. Mm. So kind of reminds me of the Giants when they had the New York Sack Exchange. Mm-hmm. All right, Makochan, which Pokemon is this? It is not a Pokemon. This Shock. is a Chillax. It's a what? It's a Chillax. It's a combination of a chinchilla and an axolotl. What in the fresh farm? 
So uh, this past year was the last of uh, the Gish Wish. And mm-hmm. each year there is a different mascot to go with the event. And this was this year's um, mascot, mm-hmm. which is a Chillax. Huh? Interesting. And I have named him Dimitri. I thought it was some type of variant of a Mimikyu or something like that. Nope. Nothing to do with Pokemon whatsoever. It's my supernatural fandom. <laughs> Your fandom violated. Something like that. Yeah. All right. So, as I have said to you, like, I've been been collecting things over the holiday break and there was one day where I found three boxes from Otaku Mode sitting right outside of my house and I'm so glad this wasn't a day where it was raining but even still when you buy something from Otaku Mode the first thing they do is they bubble wrap it then they wrap it in paper then it goes into the shipping box which I think is really cool so And I believe last week I showed off one of the figures from um from uh from another anime series. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but this one is I guess to some people is best girl in ReZero. I think she's the number two girl in in ReZero. And it is Emilia, memory snow white snow. Uh, memory, memory snow version outfit, as you can see. Now, I normally throw my money at Rem figurines, but the reason why I picked up the Amelia one is I really like this outfit on her, and I think they're the Rem and Ram have something similar, but I didn't like it as much, which is which is not the first, but you know, so I have that. And also, as I've said uh, before on last week's show, I had gone out and bought the Ocean Bomb Sailor Moon uh, Sparkling Waters, and I said each week I will drink a different one on the show. And last week was Sailor Moon Pomelo Flavor. This week, it's uh, Sailor Chibi Moon, and it is uh, a lychee flavor. So let's give this a shot. I've drank uh, lychee, um, boba teas and stuff before, so I already know how it tastes. So, and it's pretty sweet. Yeah, okay. something with that much pink would be a di- would send you into diabetic shock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think lychee is that of a pink color. I think it's a bit more of an orange. I don't remember. But it's not as sweet. But it's quite fruitful. That's what I do like about these. So this was actually really good. Yeah, like a reddish pink exterior with like mm. a really, really light pink flesh inside. Okay, so I, so that's what it is. So my mistake on that one. Okay. I uh, posted a link to it in the chat. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Because yeah, but... I, I needed I needed the visual aid myself. I'm like, wait, what does that look like again? Yeah. <laughs> now. Before we get into tonight's uh, news, uh, there's a couple of things I, I do want to bring up. And Cedar Beery says it should give him pink sugar heart attack. 
let's not. Let's not. I'm the only one that can run, that can run the, that can run the command console. So let's not. <laughs> All right. So there is one thing I I, I do want to discuss real quick. Um, couple of things. First one is called um selfie selfie clubhouse selfie con all right so this was an event i saw popping up over recently and it took place in in the broadway mall in, in out in long island and i was and honestly i was not feeling this i'm just like what is this now one of my friends she went and i spoke to her about it and she said it was fun she had a good time experience so basically, what Selfie Clubhouse is, it's a place where you could take photos of yourself. They have professional photographers on staff, and you could you you could rent their equipment to do stuff as well. So they had a cosplay meetup there for this, and the main thing, the main rule was no professional cameras. And as somebody who has a DSLR. I have a problem with that. I'm sorry. I understand you're charging 30 bucks a person for this because, you know, everybody's got to get paid. But if I am bringing a crew to shoot here and we're all paying $30, but I can't use my own camera. No, I, I actually have a problem with that, you know, because I don't know what equipment you have. I am not used to using your type of equipment. My camera is already preset for like three, four different modes. I can spin on the fly if need be, you know? So, on the plus side of this, you're going to meet friends. You're going to meet new people. Downside of this, it's 30 bucks for a one-day event with five vendors. They said it was a success, and they're going to do it again in july i will say this the benefit of this being in the broadway mall on the other side of the mall is around one so you can go play some ddr and i think it's not all bad yeah definitely i i think that's a lot that's a that's a lot more of a thing you know me personally now the next thing we're going to talk about is the rules for NeoCon oh, Neo Anime Oasis. Evidently, this is their last year having a convention. So, let me see if I can do it from this one. Actually, yeah, yeah, local file. Nice. So, I'm going to load a picture, and I'm going to read it off to you. For those who are listening to the show, it seems that this convention has a specific set of rules for this type of con and they're like yeah we're, we're not going to um we're not going to deviate from said rules give me a second to find it i have because of how, how outlandish these rules were i need to create a special folder for stuff like this and then there was a picture of deadpool that popped in my head with the bubble over it random bullshit go so that's oh the taskmaster uh, edit all right, so I so there no, is Moon Knight, Moon Knight. That's all right, what it is. all right. Cause I thought I thought it was I thought it was uh, Deadpool. No, it's uh, it, it's an edit, but it's of uh, Moon Knight. 
Hmm. All right. So like the original, the original image doesn't actually have any uh any caption on it. It's just mm. it just whoops, not that one, not that one. All right, right, right. It just right. the oh, keep, uh, keep going. Uh, I'll I gotta find it. Just uh now before like, what were we talking about before we continue on Bonzo's success. I can imagine what that con is about. Just people taking selfies all day. As someone who has a DSLR camera, we have a problem. Well, part of that is how normal conventions are. But I also get what you're saying. I'm just... Oh, excuse me. But then again, I had a friend. She actually went to an event similar to this a few months ago. But she didn't pay as much. But it was a, it was a giant collab between photographers to do, cool, to do stuff. So, anywho, let's get back to this. This is Neo Anime Oasis 2 in Idaho. So, anime Idaho fans, y'all need to nip this in the bud. So, this is what is on there. Neo Anime Oasis 2 and last Neo Anime Oasis. Neo Anime Oasis is a hotel-based, limited engagement, Japanese animation convention. Uh, That was a swing and a miss there, Ari. Yeah. Number one, attendees who want a complete three-day weekend experience. Tickets sold for this convention must be picked up on Friday of the convention. Refunds will not be issued for anyone who fails to do so. One-day tickets are not offered. For those who wish to attend for one day only, don't. It is a three-day convention for attendees wanting a complete three-day weekend experience. Rule two. Attendees who want to attend a convention for only Japanese animation and directly related content such as manga, Japanese video games, Japanese culture, Japanese music. It, it is not a general pop culture convention. We are aware that this goes against the current trend. There are many popular franchises in the world that are not Japanese animation, but this is not the place for those. Neo Anime Oasis will be implementing a hallway dress code prohibiting costumes that do not belong at the convention. If it does not fit the convention themes, just do not bring it. There is no purpose or reason or bringing content or costume that do not meet the convention theme. Okay, I will admit. Honey the fuck? I will admit. There was a short period where I'm like, why are people wearing video game cosplays or this at an anime convention? Then I got over it. Con is a con. People are going to have fun. You're going to have people do non-anime cosplay at an anime convention. The fact that they're going to have staffers policing your cosplays. That's very fucked up. I, I I can't. I absolutely cannot. Three. Attendees who understand that attendance is limited. Only 1,300 tickets will be sold. This keeps Neo Anime Oasis at a level of attendance that has been determined to be the best size of venue and event functionality. This isn't a random number. It is calculated using years of data and experience. But this is your second con. The numbers don't lie. Mm. They're spelling disaster for this for these people. That's for sure. I think whoever wrote this rule was 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 following uh, Steiner Math One Hundred and One. Anywho, 
We want those who, who attend to be able to do the things they want to do at the convention while at the same time and covering the cost of conventions. This also provides a more intimate experience. No, it doesn't. Uh, an intimate experience at a con could be five people, ten It doesn't matter what the numbers are. Perception. Exactly. Or your own personal definition of it. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, it says, we understand that you have the choice of thousands of events nationwide each year. If you don't like what Neo Anime Oasis is about, then you may have, then you have plenty of other options to choose from. It's that simple. Neo Anime Oasis is a unique experience in today's world. If you don't like it, don't go. Other people who are excited about the silent convention can go instead. I'm going to assume their guest of honor is Vic Mangina. Fucking cherry on top. Exactly. I mean, I want to say, where did the hell did they get off saying some shit like that? But I get it. They are running a private event so they can say what they want to say. But with that type of attitude, I don't think they're going to get a lot of people. I mean, I find that's disrespectful. A staff like a staffer walking up to me telling me I can't attend the convention because I'm cosplaying Kyosuke Kagami from Rival Schools, which is one of my favorite fighting games. I would love to attend cosplaying on the cross cut Kurosakata these nuts. Exactly. I would love to go cosplaying Ron Masautome and let them say something. Be like, well, there was an anime while you were still pooping around in your diaper, kid. It would be a Neo fighter who tries some stupid shit like that, wouldn't it be? Yeah, but I will say, I would like to go to a con where it's just all anime cosplays and stuff like that. That would be cool. Am I going to go out of my way to find something like that? Absolutely not. It is a pipe dream. It is a shame. It is a ridiculous pipe dream. It's no point in like alienating other people just for that. Just have your con have a lot of anime and manga and Japanese culture panels and events and people will show up regardless of who they're cosplaying. Anywho. Moving right along. They they couldn't like like did, are they getting blowback from this or like people look like they're like hey can you believe this sh- like with these people? I actually have no idea. I'm going to look it up and and see because you know Facebook would be the spot for that. Um, yeah, something this ridiculous doesn't go like can't go under the radar. It just can't. Uh, I I'm re uh. Yeah, there's somebody. There's already one person complaining about the rules. Like, I'm so glad this con is ending. These rules are so bad. How is Ribby allowed, but not Avatar: The Last Airbender? Like, did you not know the animation studio did ATLA helps out with anime all the time? Okay, your eighty your eighties cartoons were done by anime studios. Okay, I dare somebody to tell you know. And they're also complaining about one day passes. I honestly feel small conventions, you should still do one-day passes. That's just me. 
Okay, now we can move on. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, so the 2022 Anime of the Year Award winners were announced. Yeah, by Anime Corner. There are different blogs. They're really cool. They have some really cool information and quite inquisitive. Um, mm-hmm. just just read off like the top three and just keep it and just keep it fresh. Okay, let's see. Uh, Anime of the Year uh, in third place was Mob Psycho 103, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, and in first place Attack on Titan Final Season Part Two. <clears throat> oh, pardon me. Uh, Anime Movie of the Year. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero was number one. Uh, let's see. Uh, quintessential Quintuplets movie was number two, and One Piece Red took uh, third. Uh, best anime, okay. Action anime of the year, Attack on Titan, again. Bleach Thousand Year Door number two, and Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaba Entertainment District arc was third. I should also mention that there are uh, like there were no runoffs on this, so uh, okay. Adventure uh, anime of the year number one was Ranking of Kings. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Slice of Life anime of the year. Uh, <clears throat> My dress up darling was number one, with the Bachi the Rock, which I am two. which I am watching right now, and it's actually really good. That's good. Uh, original anime of the year, uh, Cyberpunk End Runners was number one. That was and number good. two was Lycoris Recoil, oh, and so third good. was Akiba Made Wars. Oh no! My personal opinion, Akiba Made Wars should have walked away with number one on that, but that's just me. Uh, drama anime of the year, Attack on Titan again. Uh, sports anime of the year, Blue Lock, and uh. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen them try and work sports into that. <laughs> well, th- th- if you check Crunchyroll, there's a lot of sports anime popping up. I've watched the first couple of episodes of Blue Lock. It's not soccer's not really my thing, but mm-hmm. Team Japan's uh, soccer jerseys were ba- were designed by the mangaka who did Blue Lock. So I still nice. kind I still kind of want one. Uh, romance anime of the year, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Ultra Romantic, comedy anime, Spy Family. Mm-hmm, that was great. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, sci-fi anime of the year, Cyberpunk again. I don't see how Urusei Yatsura is sci-fi. I mean, I see it, but it's, I think it's too comedy-esque for it to be sci-fi, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's see. Mystery and Suspense was Classroom of the Elite 2nd Edition. And uh, Fantasy Anime of the Year, uh, Eminence and Shadow was number one. That was really good, you know. That was really good. I just finished watching the most recent episode. It's an isekai where the guy just wants to... He's playing multiple roles for the sake of his ego half the time. It's really cool. It's really good. Uh, best animation of the year, right? which is, I guess, the uh, you know the animation quality itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon Slayer took that one again. Yeah, yes, that. Ooh, Chef's kiss on that. And uh, best adaptation was Bleach: The Thousand Year Blood War. Pass. And uh, that's it. Mm. And as Omnia, so, congratulations to all the winners. And Omnia Style says. 
What about Chainsaw Man? Does it not count as 2022? Yeah, it does. But we've only read off like top ones. So we will look. So I will look at the list now. You can and, post the link in a, you know, let them see the, the entire thing. Yeah. Chainsaw Man came in at number 11th for anime of the year. Fourth for action anime of the year. Fourth for best animation of the year. And eighth for best adaptation of the year. I would say that's probably due to the fact that it came out kind of late in the year, but yet Bleach Thousand Year War showed up in October. I think by name alone is why it hit so high. So you would think that the newer stuff that comes out later in the year will get the more votes because it's more it's much fresher in people's minds, you know. Case in point, uh God of War, the Game Awards. Anywho. Okay, now we're going to talk about uh, Mako-chan's fandom. Ah, uh, Sailor Moon Cosmos. I believe they just announced, like, their their image song for the movie? Uh, yeah. Um, so... Let me get back up there. Um, so yeah, so the two-part movie, which is an adaptation of the final arc, Shadow Galactica. That's the name of the it, arc? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Um, so there's a new trailer that was released this past Tuesday. And the trailer reveals the preview song, uh, the preview theme song called Tsutsuki, <clears throat> Tsutsuki no Hana or Moonflower by Daiko. Sounds cute. Um, on top of that, they did also release some of the voice actresses that will be playing uh, the characters that are incoming. And so they are uh, bringing in uh, three new voice actresses for the Starlights. Uh, so we have Sayori Hayami, who will be playing uh, Taiki. We have Marina Ino who will be playing Seiya, and Ayane Sakura, who will be playing Yaten. We also have <clears throat> Nana Mizuki, who will be playing uh, Princess Kakiyu. We have Megumi Hayashibara, who Ooh. will be playing Sailor Galaxia. Oh, shit! And uh, for those that don't know, who else has she played, Ranma? Of course, I I can I can easily run off at least four. I... <laughs> Girl type Ranma, Ranma one half, Lime Saber Marionette J, Faye Valentine Cowboy Bebop, Lena Inverse The Slayers, and um Musashi A.K.A. Jesse from Pokemon. Yeah, I knew you were gonna be excited about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's also the Japanese voice of Kitty from Hello Kitty. That I didn't know. Uh, she's you said Ray, right? Yes, I did. No, no, um, no, 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 not Ray. I know I forgot she's Ray from Evangelion. Yeah, she's that is also a that is a total change from um from her from her normal um stuff, you know. Yeah, she's also I from uh, Detective Revolutionary. Oh. 
I from where? Detective Conan. Oh, did not know that. I was thinking of a different I. Video war, what? Video girl I? Yeah. That's what I was starting to think too, so, you know. That single brain cell thing again. <laughs> no, no, no. Th things like things like that do happen. And then reprising her role as Chibi Chibi. Ooh. Have uh, Fatono uh, Mitsushi. So she will be coming back as Sailor Moon. She will be coming back as Chibi Chibi. She was the original voice of Chibi Chibi. That I did not know. So, uh, yeah, um, they've got the whole list of directors. Um, we have a returning scriptwriter will be coming back. The character design for the original Sailor Moon anime is continuing to design the characters. And uh, so, yeah, um, we are looking at... Um, the movies being released in Japan, or is it the 6th and 9th, 6th and 30th, 9th and 30th. Yep. So the films will be, um, showing in Japan on the 9th and 30th. It's only a matter of time before they will hit the, uh, theaters here and then probably Netflix. I have a feeling it's going to, it's going to go straight to Netflix because I don't think, the last two films were in theaters here. I don't think they were either. I mean, I remember seeing them, but they were on, like, I was watching them at home, not in the theater. And in a way, it's the entire series kind of comes full circle. Because Sailor Moon Crystal premiered basically a week after Usagi Tsukino's birthday. And the final movie comes out on Usagi Tsukino's birthday. Also, does anyone find it weird that she and... Chibiusa have the same birthday. No. Oh. Does anybody find it weird that she named her kid after herself? Not we, really. I mean, no. I was named after my dad, so it's it's that's more... what the junior suffix is for. But the thing is, it's like when you watch. I'm trying to picture what the uh, what Usaki's birthday must have been like on that day. I mean, when you this th is the worst birthday present you ever <laughs> make a wish. Oh, I wish this would stop. Blowing out, blowing out your birthday candles, and then your water I'm breaks. Screaming at him. No, 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 no. You're blowing out the birthday candles, and then your water breaks. Oh boy. Fun fact. Katona Mitsuishi was also in Evangelion. Mm -hmm. She was Masato. Mm -hmm. And I see the beer, he says, don't forget, Megumi Haishibawa is Tiramisu. I think that was Sorcerer Hunters. Yes, Sorcerer Hunters. I could do for some Tiramisu right about now. I actually, I got to check if High Dive has Sorcerer Hunters. That was one... I wanted to watch for the longest time because it was so popular. And I'm like, I need to watch this to see what it's all about. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to have to look it up later and 
see which streaming service has it, but generally most of the stuff that ADV Films has rolled into Nozomi Entertainment, Sentai Filmworks, and is on High Dive, so. And by the way, Crunchyroll updated their app, and, I'm, I, and I like it, but I'm also not happy. What happened? They, disa- they disabled media controls. Two steps forward, two steps back, huh? Now, for those who are wondering what are media controls, you know when you pick up a remote and you see fast-forward, rewind, play, pause, stop, media controls. Now, within the Funimation app, you can use those. At the time, the Crunchyroll app, which looked like a modified skinned VLC app, you know, you can use those. Well, a lot of apps now, like HBO Max, High Dive, and couple of uh, and like paramount plus you have to hit the on, on a remote you hit the central button or on your xbox controller the a button and you're able to go fast forward for whatever controls that are available to you and if you don't you push left or right on either the control pad or the remote to, to go you know to scrub along the lines you know i just want to be able to just instead of having to hit that because some apps you hit that center button it'll bring up what you want to do, or instead of just hitting pause, you know, I'm just so used to hitting play, pause, fast forward, you know, that, but that's just me. I will say the app has like a newer Metro design to it. It's like the old app, but then they realize, oh, we should do it this way. And it looks better. So, you know. And Cedar says, uh, retro crush has sorcerer hunters. Well, but I guess I'll be signing up for a trial to check it out. Now that we got that out the way, let's um talk about <clears throat> Attack on Titan. Let me see that. Uh, so, oh, excuse me. Looks like the Attack on Titan mangaka is uh auctioning off desks in France. Ari, what's up with that? Uh, let's see. Uh, Minichi Suman's Manton Web Report on something. The Attack on Titan manga creator Hajime Isayama has put up four of his work desks on auction at the 50th Angoulême International Comics Festival in France. The pro- and the proceeds will go to Doctors Without Borders. Always a good mm-hmm. always a good charity to go for. Uh, the festival's YouTube channel streaming a video co- comment uh, streaming a video comment by Ishiyama. He explained that his father, a furniture designer, specifically made desks to help him concentrate. Ishiyama and his assistants used them extensively for roughly four years while creating Attack on Titan. <coughs> Ugh, pardon me. Your mark it's to advance a digital art, large desks are no longer a necessity, but he has a sentimental attachment to the desks regardless. He hopes the desk will make somebody happy and he expresses a wish for a more peaceful world. Uh, the four desks measure about 112 by 120 centimeters and weigh about 100 kilograms. That's about 220 pounds and a, let's say, 44 by 48 inches, thereabouts. <laughs> Each contains a signature of one of the following original illustrations. Aaron Nicasa, Aaron and Levy, Levi, sorry, Aaron and Armin, and the Colossal Titan. The starting bids were 500 euros, which is about 543 US. And the estimated final bids are between 2,000 to 4,000 euros. Uh, the French art auction house, the row, is, host, is handling the auction. Uh, bids are open until February 11th, and there's a litany of languages that it's available in. Mm-mm. So, uh, it's really good for them. 
I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen some like really big writing desks, like not writing, that's uh, drawing desks like that, and uh, they can get pretty uh, elaborate. No, I, I I believe it. Also, did we skip one on the Ronma stuff? I think we did by yeah. accident because we got all. I probably I just probably lost track of everything. So, uh-huh. right. let, let, well, you know what? I'm 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 gonna go back. I I am going to go back, and we're going to talk about that. And I see why we forgot about it because guess who forgot to put it uh, uh, in the headline list? You. This guy. This guy right here. I legitimately forgot, and I, and I can't believe I did that. Let me put this in here real quick. New Ronma one half. Merch and save, and we go backwards one. So, and that should pop up perfect. And I'm just thinking about this. I came across some Genshin Impacts uh, figures, and I showed it to a friend of mine. I'm like, I have never heard of this brand. What the hell? She's like, Oh, it's it's 100% bootleg. And I'm like. Well, that explains why I've never heard of this brand before. So, are they bad looking? No, they actually look pretty good, but you know, you don't buy bootleg unless you absolutely have to. Right, right. So it looks like there is a new line of Ronma One Half merch coming that's coming out, and it's inspired by Cursed Springs. I got to talk to my friend uh, Cheyenne, which I realize. She is in the States for two weeks, so I will message her when she gets back if she can find me any of this stuff because I'm liking like the, the pullover sweatshirts and stuff. So basically, when the characters of Ronma 1 have visited the Curse Springs of Jusenkyo, generally they all bring back as a weird curse. But with a new line of goods, you can find out what it's like to make it home with much less curse souvenir. This line of apparel and accessories is emblazoned with the Jusenkyo logo, including the drowning hazard warning, making it look like you picked up a few goodies for the road from their gift shop. You can grab tees, sweatshirts, and black, white, and blue. There are key rings and stickers that are available, and cool uh, hand towels. And once you're done at the Springs, how about some dinner? In the same collab, you'll be able to pick up Nekohantan branded dishes and glasses. Make your next meal look like a hail straight from Shampoo's Diner. I want that. The new goods are available for pre-order in the Natalie store until February 6th, with orders shipping out starting in March. Oh my god, I I, I, I want this. I, I legitimately want it. And I just realized my friend will not be back in time for, for her to get this for me, so it's okay. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother her on her vacation for this. I don't think I ha I know anybody else that. Oh well, it is what it is. It happens. But that cool merch is still kind of awesome. I wouldn't eat off of it, but I might drink out of the glass. If I got a second one. Then you again, just want it there as part of your collection, yeah, right? Yeah, in in the storage closet. I got these. I think when our friend Rose was in Japan. 
either through her or I was able to legitimately order them. I don't remember. Uh, there are these, we talked about this on the show. There are Ronma one half mugs where the image changes with hot, with hot water or hot beverages in it. And I think there was three different ones. And I believe I got one of each. And it's just for a collector's thing. But yet, what, what the interesting part is, I tell you this: if this was an American-made product, I'd probably be drinking out of it, like if it's nobody else's business, because it's something I can easily get. But then again, I have a Sailor Moon Crystal ramen bowl that I that I have that I bought from, I think, Hot uh, Box Lunch that I never used. It's a collector's piece. I'm gonna run out of space for these collector's pieces, so. <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let, let's get back on track here. Um, I believe Mako is going to wrap it up with news about the Evangelion uh, soundtracks. Uh, yes. So, um, these have already been released digitally. Mm. Um, but Milan Records announced the forthcoming release of four soundtracks from the Neo Genesis Evangelion animated franchise. Um, They're all composed by Shiro uh, Sagisu and making the first time all four soundtracks will be available officially in digital formats outside of Japan. Um, The four soundtracks, which is uh, for Eva 2, Eva 3, uh, Eva Death and The End of Eva will release on Friday, January 27th across all major digital music platforms. The album covers for each soundtrack are featured. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and in addition to the scores for the series and films, the soundtracks will also feature additional tracks such as the opening and ending themes. Um, <clears throat> uh the theme for uh, Eva Death and Rebirth, Soul's Refrain, um, it's also featured on the Eva Death soundtrack, as well as Lauren and Mash's theme to the end of Eva, Thanatos, If I Can't Be Yours, on that respective soundtrack. So anybody that is a collector um, that enjoys the Eva music, Here's your chance to have four of those soundtracks on digital platform in the U.S. I'm on their website now, MilanRecords.com. Yeah, and the closest, like, you can go to the iTunes store or Amazon Music and download them, I guess, for purchase. But just remember... If Milan Records loses the license for this and you got this through um, Apple Music, they will pull it. Uh, that is wild. Yeah, that's definitely something that you would want to download and not just have sitting as a cloud kind of thing. I'll go get I hope they do put out like a limited run of the physical uh, CDs because people still buy physical media. Just 
a lot of these newer ones are coming out on vinyl, which I don't mind because I will have a record player shortly mm-hmm. once everything is set uh, for the construction in the house. Um, a nice one? Hmm? A nice uh, record player? Well, I want it to fit in with the bar and lounge, so it will be... Um, I have to look into speakers because that's what is going to carry the music and uh, then see about the record player as well. Well, if you go on Amazon, I'm just saying, anywhere between 150 and 200 bucks, you can get the record player, which is also a radio, cassette deck, Bluetooth, and all of that, and the speakers. Yeah, well, I already have a stereo that does um, Mm -hmm. CDs and stuff like that. Um, And it does have the speakers on there. So if I just get a turntable, Mm -hmm. I should be able to hook the turntable up to those speakers. Now, if the the speakers are good enough to actually get decent quality for the album. Well, here's the thing. If the speakers are connected to that record player system and it has an aux input, you could run it that way. I would say if you can set it up, pop a CD in there and just set it out there and just just judge it by how you think it sounds. Then go from there. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. Yeah, and I just checked their website. They don't have um the only anime that they have on vinyl is uh Promare. Uh, they have Cowboy Bebop, Hoodie Coody, C- uh, Season 1, Volumes uh, 2 and 3, and uh, My Hero Academia. I think I, I own like three, record, three records. Uh, I think one, it was the Cowboy Bebop mix that Funimation put out, and I believe the other two are Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, I think. Anywho, uh, moving right along, we're going to get into the best part of the show that y'all like to stick around for. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan. I'll take the first one. And let me take a look at this. And of, Okay. All right. I will take the last story. <clears throat> so a grouper was arrested in Japan because... Who was, like... Grover arrested in Japan, insists he did not grab both boobs, just one. On Tuesday night, a criminal, inc- a criminal incident occurred in the town of Nikko in Tochigi Prefecture, a mountain resort famed for its natural beauty and scenery and historical buildings, a you know, popular destination for leisure travelers in eastern Japan. And on the night in the question, a 24-year-old woman from another part of Tochi- Tochigi was at a hotel in the city and... <clears throat> A 60-year-old Tochigi resident was also at the hotel. At the hotel, decided to enjoy himself by squeezing a woman's chest without her consent. What a charmer! <clears throat> Details are still scarce. The exact location within the hotel uh, where the groping took place, any events leading up to it, whether the victim knew the man or not, was all unclear. What does seem unclear, though, is that it was unwanted. Un- unwanted. <clears throat> And the police were summoned, and the man arrested arrested on suspicion of force and decency. Uh, 
The vast majority of the time in Japan, criminals admit to their wrongdoing when caught. In this case, he he denied the charges. Well, partly. When he told he was being arrested with Grandma Woman's breast and body, he said, I touch her breast. Singular. I did not touch both of them. I have to say this. I have to say this. I did not have sex with that woman. Oh, Slick Willie. Uh, but yeah, some of the comments were were predictable. There was like, what? That's his defense? At least he's honest. How can he be 60 and still so dumb? If it's just one, does he think it's okay? One breast or two, I'm pretty sure it's still the same crime. And apparently the, uh... <clears throat> is it... Oh, here's here's a good one. Anti-groping laws don't underrate on the American football. It's not a catch. The receiver doesn't have two feet down logic. So the, it's not a grope unless you got both hands on both breasts. You know, that doesn't work. This is me clapping. So he, so he pleaded his innocence by admitting to the crime. That is some 500 IQ big brain shit. That's mm. for damn sure. No, 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 not not, not big brain. It's uh, uh, what am I looking for? Uh, fucking stupid. Okay, fair. I'm nervous some people. I know, right? Mako's got the next one, right? Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it looks like we're not only having unmanned shopping, but now we have unmanned hotels. Ooh. So, um, while you may have heard of hotels in Japan run by robots, now even the robots are gone. Hotel B4T Iwaki utilizes a new concept of streamlining the entire check-in and check-out process to just your IC train card. The hotel opened on January 15th, and it's right above the JR Iwaki station in Fukushima Prefecture. That means you can hop right off the train and straight into bed. Here is how the process works. First, you must reserve a room in advance, and reservations are only available online, including same-day reservations. When making a reservation, you'll also enter your IC train card information. <clears throat> when you arrive at the hotel, you, you touch your card or mobile card at the check-in kiosk. Touch your card once more at the main security entrance and touch your card one last time at your room. It also comes with lockers, which to store your things. Cool. There are also private booths for working or just hanging out. And then you may question, what if you need something or something goes wrong? Staff are available around the clock via text-based chat or video chat. Um... Other services include a free storage locker, amenities at the amenity station, Wi-Fi, an ice maker, microwaves, and vending machines. Now, there are four ty uh, five types of room available. 
You have a cabin type, a single room, a twin room, a deluxe twin room, and a universal twin room. So your cabin type is going to be a no-frills capsule type cabin room. They're divided into male-only and female-only areas. Cabin types don't have bathrooms, but they do have a mini fridge, a desk, and a safety box, and a mobile charger. At the time of when this uh, article was published, the rooms can be as cheap as 3,300 yen, which is $25.43 per night, or 4,500 yen if you want breakfast included. It's actually not bad. No, it isn't. The single room is a cozy private room that comes with a shower, toilet, refrigerator, electric kettle, and several other useful amenities. Now, these start at 5,800 yen without breakfast or 7,000 yen with breakfast. The next up is the twin room, which is basically a little bit more space with two beds, and this time you get a TV um, included with the same amenities as the single room. Now you're going up a little bit in price, and you're looking at 13,300 yen without breakfast or 14,500 yen with breakfast. The next up are the deluxe twin room and the universal twin room. Mm. And again, this is just more space. Um, it's essentially a bigger version of the twin room. The deluxe twin room is priced at 16,300 yen a night without breakfast and 17,500 yen with. And the universal twin room, um, complete with barrier-free bathrooms, are 14,300 a night without breakfast and 15,500 yen with. The breakfast, you ask? You can choose from a Western-style or a Japanese-style breakfast at H's Kitchen Mahola, located on the third floor. Even if your plan doesn't include breakfast, you can still chow down there. They do accept cash. A few notes, all rooms are non-smoking, but there are smoking rooms available within the hotel. Uh, prices for rooms can also jump to twice the amount listed above on weekends and holidays, so plan carefully. Um, if you don't plan to visit Fukushima in the near future, you may be in luck because they plan to open two more hotels in 2023, which will be located around Tokyo. Yeah, it's perfect if you need a place to stay in a night and you hate people. Yeah, or, or even if you like people, you could just not be bothered, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... if you're getting off the train and getting in really late, this is nice because you don't have to go outside. You don't have to search for anything. You can just go right up to your room, do what you need to do, and either, you know, just use it as a night, you know, over somewhere, or if you're going to stick in the area, you can, you know, get a couple of days. So this seems really good for those that are just, you know, doing some quick traveling. They'll keep I mean, they all mind. seem fine. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a... Uh... Like staying at one of those capsule places anyway. I don't know if I bode well in a capsule hotel. Claustrophobic? Probably. I think it would depend on the type of capsule because there are some capsules that are just really tiny, mm -hmm. but there are some capsules that you do have at least room to, you know, sit up and relax and all of that. I don't know that I would just want 
a room that's a bed, I would want to stretch out and, you know, have a little bit of extra room. But hell, if it's only going to be $25 a night, sometimes you just got to go with the cheap. I as long I just think as long as it's at least the size of my apartment that's all my <laughs> inefficiency. That's all I care about. Now our last story tonight is something that we talked about, I believe, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, about the Japanese government telling, basically saying, no loud cheering, cutting down on attendance at concerts and sporting good sporting events. Well, the Japanese com- um, government's like, we can do that now. So, what do you know? It was almost three years ago. In June of 2020, as Japan entered the first summer of the pandemic, amusement park Fuji Q Highland put out a video showing two executives riding one of the park's massive roller coasters. As the cars zoomed through steep drops of speedy turns, both men, both masks, stayed completely silent, and the video ended with the request for guests to please scream inside your heart. Meaning, don't scream out loud in order to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. The video was funny and quirky, as seen as a hopefully short-lived sign of the times, but as the pandemic continued on, a lot of places were invoking that. It wasn't just amusement parks. Sporting events and concerts were basically tell, were telling attendees, please don't cheer and shout as much. Over the summer, this past summer, one of Japan's most popular professional soccer teams was even fined 20 million yen. I think we talked about that. By the league's administrators for failing to sufficiently discourage loud cheering by the fans at the stadium. But it looks like the Japanese government is ready to recommend that the period of silent support from fans come to a close. Currently, if sports and concert venues want to allow attendees to cheer loudly, they are supposed to cap attendance at half of the facility's full capacity. However, news organization Kyoto, citing multiple involved but unnamed parties, says that the government is ready as early as this week to announce that it's removing all remaining regulations and recommendations regarding attendance caps and cheering, giving stadiums, concert halls, the government's blessing in filling every seat and letting every voice be heard. That doesn't mean that things are going back to exactly how they were before the start of the pandemic, though. The report also says that recommendations for guests to mask up at concerts and sporting sport events will stay in place, perhaps as a precaution against the greater infection risks represented by denser and more forcibly exhaling crowds. It's also worth bearing in mind that many changes in behavior patterns in Japan during the pandemic haven't necessarily been because of government mandates, but because of the population's overall attitudes on masking and other preventive measures. Not if and when the Meaning gov- they're being reasonable about it the whole time. Yeah, basically. <sighs> Even so, it'll probably still be considered good manners to see how loudly the rest of the people around you are cheering, more or less, to match their volume level. And I think we have made our way to the end of the show. We have. Alright, it's time to wrap up the show tonight. Let's play that, that beautiful that beautiful ending ending credit music. There we go. If you like tonight's show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. 
We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. Well, basically what we tell you what we like and don't like, we're actually being straight up about it. If you have any questions about the show tonight, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to visit our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, uh, links to our YouTube page of convention coverage, links to our Facebook fan page of cosplay coverage. You'll also find anime reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, uh, cosplayer interviews, editorials, so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to let's check out some of our older episodes on your favorite podcasting app. It could be... Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you use. Just search Anime Jam Session, and you'll come across tons of episodes. So take a, take a few of them for a spin. And what's cool is some of these uh, apps will like leave reviews. So if you could, drop us a review. We'd appreciate that. Let's see what else do we have here? Our social media. Um, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter, and we're on the Facebook. Follow us on all of those so you know when we're going live, when new videos are going up, when articles are going up, when we have cosplay photos up, and then some. And to be perfectly honest, we couldn't do it without y'all, so we thank you for all the love and support on our social media. And don't forget uh, our tip jar. Uh, right below, if you're watching live, there's a link to our Ko-Fi and stream elements if you want to throw us a few dollars. You can also do a uh, you can throw bits at us like I did earlier in the show. And you can also give out gift subs. Every little bit counts, and we really appreciate all that, and then some. And now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Go, birds. Last words, Mako-chan. I am looking forward to this weekend and hanging out in the city. Last words, yeah, I'm going to pack up the tree and to put the ornaments in a separate box. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Animation Ham Session. We love it if you join us, so come on through. So, that is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. See you next week.